So in our excitement to record a live show, uh, we missed a few things on the notes. And one of the things that we missed was that we were on a couple shows recently, and we wanted to make sure that we got this in and we didn't in the actual show. So I'm going to do a quick recording beforehand, and then I'm going to let the show play. But I wanted to let you know the shows that we were on recently. We were on Jake from Australia's show, the Imaginary Friends Show.com podcast. Uh, you can find the link for that in episode 137. We were also on Gamma Atheist show, Atheist Hangouts, and you can listen to that or watch it via YouTube. You'll find that link on 137.2. And then finally, just recently, we were on No Illusion and Heath Wright show, The Scathing Atheist. And we were on that show on episode 51 on their website. You can also find a link, again, episode 137. We want to thank everybody who's had us on recently, and they're great shows, so you should check out each one of those shows. And now, without further ado, here's our app commercial. Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Hi, people in town. This is Matthew from Utah. Uh, just a couple of quick points I think you might enjoy. Um, I was a believing Mormon for 33, 34 years of my life, and I've been out for three or four years. Uh, studied my way out. Um, that talk that you guys mentioned several episodes ago on the Marky Peterson and masturbation is absolutely real. And our, uh, I say our, I'm not even in it anymore. The Mormon church is a treasure trove of crazy shit like that. Uh, which leads me to way, way back on your episodes where you ask about crazy shit people prayed about. And uh, that was actually one of the things I prayed about a lot as a teenager, which was now in hindsight, it's ridiculous and funny to me. But I would sit there and promise and promise, Jesus, please help me. Just don't masturbate again. And I promise I'll never do it again. Please forgive me. And it was just this massive amount of guilt. And of course, like most teenage boys, I wound up, you know, masturbating again. So it was like this repetitive cycle of failure and guilt that, you know, and I just kept asking for him to somehow make me not be able to masturbate, which God failed miserably at. Anyways, thanks a lot. Glory hole. Catch you later. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. That's your cue. Yeah, I'm going to cue now. No, that's that's, you. that's you want me to go now? That's your cue. Is it now that you want me to go? That's your should cue. I look at you or should I look at you, Cecil, or should I look into the microphone? I keep freaking forgetting how to do this. I, you forget what? how to do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome at. This is episode 137. This is a live. Live. Ooh, yay. Not really live. Episode. It's recorded yesterday. This is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like live. Well, it's live in the sense that we're actually uh, sitting near each other. We are near each other. And we are not going to it's edit It's so funny because you got to look at me through the corner of your eye. You're just like. I can't not look at the person I'm talking to. 
Like, I know I'm not. That's the hard thing. It's like, it's so fucking rude not oh, to look at somebody. That's great. You know, she is one of these booms because I'm totally looking at you right now. Yeah, like, that's... What's up, bitch? What? I got to Maybe if I kind of move my mouth. Move, your head yeah, move over yeah. to the side there. I can twist and shout. No, this is super weird not it to is, be able to look at weird. who you're talking it's to. It's weird. So, yeah. We're recording. <laughs> I think we should apologize to the audience for the fucking poor quality of this episode. Like, it's going to be worse than normal. Worse and that's really normal. saying something. Like, when you're struggling under the bar of competence on a regular basis, and then you're taking it a notch lower, oh, you're really man. doing yourself some significant favors. Well, I, I wanted to talk. Why don't we get do a little talking about the Ken ham bill nye debate before we get into anything else because that was the big story this week and it's not really on our notes but we should probably talk about it a little if it's bit not more. on the notes i cannot talk about it no <laughs> i am do it. you add it to the fucking notes right now or i'm not talking I'm not about it. it i refuse to do it i refuse <laughs> i'm not gonna do it well see so how much of the debate did you watch i watched uh the first i okay so i kind of have to admit i didn't pay a lot of attention to ken ham's opening statement that being said, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know why. I mean, geez, yeah. such powerful rhetoric. Yeah. I can't believe you weren't swayed. This guy made a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I I listened to some of uh, Bill Nye's opening debate. But one of the most uh, the the part that I really tuned in for was the question and answer session when they were going back and forth with audience questions and stuff like that. that was the most of the the bulk of the debate. I, I spent my time there. Yeah, I, I listened to the first probably 40 minutes of it, which is like the least productive 40 minutes of my time yeah. that I've ever yeah. – other than recording this show. Yeah, this show. Yeah, other than recording. Clearly this show. Yeah, very much. And this specifically. This, <laughs> specifically <laughs> this, this actual episode. Yeah. Um, so in the first 40 minutes are fucking just absolute blither blather because yeah. they each get – they each get a little bit of time in the beginning, like any debate, like to present, like this is going to be basically the thrust of my argument. And fucking ham time is like, yeah, so I'm going to focus on redefining the word science. And I'm just like, that's not the question. The question had nothing to do with whether or not science is being properly defined. And then he goes off on this like, well, there's historical science and then there's like observational science. No. Then Nye's like, yeah, that's not really a true <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing that happens yeah i i think the best thing that came out of the debate for me particularly was uh bill nye's assertion that the bible is not a predictive model so we can look at science as a predictive the things that can predict the future because you know in four and a half billion years we're gonna the sun is gonna get really big and swallow the earth right it's gonna turn into a, a red giant it's gonna swallow the earth the, the, the science is predicting that science predicts you know here's another really important thing that science pr can predict whether or not an asteroid is going to hit our planet. Right. right. I mean, that's something like really important. We can see that. We'd be like, oh, yeah, that's not going to, it's going to come close, but it's not going to actually hit us. The Bible doesn't have that. The Bible doesn't have those, uh, those predictive models. They, they have prophecy, but again, it's always this sort of ad hoc, um, uh, you know, I guess it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's always after the fact. It's exactly. always that. Yep. It's always that. Oh, well, we predicted 9-11. Yeah, well, you didn't really predict it beforehand. You can sort of point to a passage afterwards and say, this is what predicts 9-11. And so I think that that's probably the best thing that, that I learned from the debate that I had never thought of before. I'd never heard that debate tactic used against those. Well, it, it's funny because I think what, you know, they each, they each focused on different things, right? So, and that's pretty typical of these kinds of debates. Each one's going to psych, they're, they're going to, they're going to start to drill down into the question itself to find a niche within that question. And I see this all the time. So I watch a lot of debates. 
um, that they that they can exploit a niche in the question that the other one hopefully hasn't thought of, and that's how they're going to uh, sort of wedge their way into the conversation. Um, and I think that it's, it's interesting that what Nye explored, I think, was the viability question. So the actual question that was posed in the debate is, is creation a viable model of origins in today's modern scientific era? And I think Ham said, well, let's look at what scientific means. Let's look at the word science. And I think that's where he tried to uh, clumsily stagger about. But I think what Nye did is he looked at the word viable. Like, is it what makes something a viable model? Like, right. What makes right. something viable? What makes something, what makes something viable is whether it's predictive. Like, that is a hallmark of of science and like that's why science is a useful thing yeah like, it's like it would be i mean because it really it's, it's true it's like well how useful is knowing that you know something happened if you can't use the knowledge of the past to say something significant about the present or the future it's like it's it, at that point it becomes a trivia you know it's a matter of trivia like well something fucking in 1776 happened you're just like well fucking what does it mean for me i don't know nothing okay why we spend our time on it it's like it's like knowing that like ducks have a corkscrew penis right, right. like what the okay Wait, it's they trivia what? they got a corkscrew shaped penis do they have to like spin around when they have sex they have to like go in and out they like do that's like, a the fucking they do a cartwheel they're like no. <laughs> every time every thrust is a cartwheel <laughs> no but it's where sarah palin got her drill baby drill mantra <laughs> <laughs> It all just comes back to duck fucking. It really does. That really is. It really it. It's, just, it's all duck fucking. It's awesome. <laughs> this co-ed bathroom bill is going to bathroom violate bill. your wives and daughters' <laughs> privacy in every public restaurant in America. I've never been to a public restaurant. All the restaurants I've been to are private. You know what the Bible says in First Corinthians 6? <laughs> nope. It says this. Do you not know that the, inher- the unrighteous will not <laughs> inherit <laughs> the kingdom of God? They, they will. Oh, wait, what kind won't. of benefits Can we still inherit grandma's house? The Bible says, don't be deceived. Neither the <laughs> effeminate that's real. homosexuals no, will death inherit text. the kingdom of God. <laughs> such was some of you. But you, but you died from a death panel. Justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and in the spirit of our God. If they're not going to get eternal benefits in heaven, why should we give them government rewards here on this earth? Well. I don't think we should. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> you mad? Because fucking people were asking you. Yeah. Klingenschmidt. Klingerschmidt. You know, we were corrected that it's like somebody who's like, you know, it's really Klingenschmidt. And I looked and I was like, oh, I've been wrong every time. And you know I, what? I didn't care any time that I was wrong. I like Klingerschmidt better. I don't know if you ever watched MASH, but there was a guy by the name of Klinger. He used to dress in a dress. Yes. And so Klingerschmidt, I think it's like, you know, he makes it makes sense for me. I like that. You know, calling this guy what he hates the most is awesome to me. It makes me laugh. So. That's actually fantastic. I yeah. wonder if just subconsciously that's because I watched MASH like crazy yeah. when I was a kid because yeah, it was Schmidt. on like 14 hours a day on yeah. certain channels. So <laughs> it really was. It's like, it was for a long time. It was on like all the channels all the time. So I guess like Klingenschmidt's argument here. I mean, it seems pretty solid. Like if you're not going to get if Klingenschmidt decides because you got to have. You know, we, we have the Obamacare death panel situation, right? So now in order to have this, we would have to have a heaven panel, right? Because he's saying, like, if you can't have any government uh, benefits if you're not going to get heaven benefits. So you have to establish some kind of heaven-based criteria. Heaven-based. <laughs> like, so you'd have to, like, go in and, like, sit in some office. But it can't be a government office because right. you don't have right. the benefit of the government no, yet. No. So you had to go to, like church or something and like fill out a form and be like uh 
Yeah, it looks like you are not eligible for uh, welfare because you're going to hell. There's like an angel that comes down with a big denied stamp. Right. It's like, gadunk, <laughs> Just- gadunk. This poor angel. You know, it's funny. When you said the death panel thing, the first thing I thought of is like, there's a bunch of people sitting at a table and there's one person who walks up and is like, Please, sir, I'd like to leave. And they're just like, no. And then they pull one of those chains, and then it just opens a trap just, door underneath no. them, and they pull, oh, no. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's what I think of when I think of that. It drops him into that pit from, like, Star Wars. Not the – it's the one where he has to, like, Luke has to, like, fight people. I think that was Star Wars, right? That was a Star Wars, yeah. yeah. We had to fight the Rancor monster. The big yeah, that's what it, The yeah. bone. The yeah. one that had the best toy. Like, yeah, I just remember that yeah, that, that toy, toy was the best it toy. Because it was a big brown poo monster looking thing. It was just like a lump. <laughs> it was like a big, undifferentiated brown lump with teeth. It was like a brown grimace. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, grimace had rabies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Grimace and Cujo had corkscrew <laughs> sex. Then... <laughs> Then you get a Klinger Schmidt. <laughs> then it's <laughs> and Klinger Schmidt. Uh, uh, I, I like uh I, I think that, you know, when we're talking about this guy, we're talking about what he's what he's what his plans are and what his ideas are. I think that this guy is clearly thinks that there's no separation between church and state. I mean, this is a guy who does not understand that there is a separation at all. And when he's talking about using Bible passages to, to define whether or not you're a good or bad person based on, you know, I mean, we're talking about bronze age book here for crying out loud. It's not like this is, this is not modern morality philosophy. This is, this is, you know, thousands of years at this point, we're looking at a book that has no relevance today whatsoever. And, you know, they're starting a corner case, even this stuff, because it doesn't talk at all about, you know, uh, in this case, they're talking about, transgender people it doesn't talk at all i mean uh, the idea of a transgender person is a really modern idea yeah i mean there's nothing in the bible where it's like and lo when you wore the earrings and the tight skirt like yeah. no that's not or what, you know what's well, not in there getting an operation like talking right. about sex yeah. change operations no. and you know i mean this is really just there so that the person doesn't get embarrassed you know if you're if you're transgender exactly. and you're working your way through the through whatever it is whether you're going to you know eventually become a, a full woman or not or who cares right who right. fucking cares that's between you and your partner so nobody should care anyway but the idea is is that you know you don't want to be walking into the dude's bathroom if that's still the equipment that you're using you know in a full dress and having to hike your dress up and piss in the urinal or the opposite a, a woman, you know, walking into a, 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 a guy, somebody who's trying to be a guy or pass himself off as a guy, walking in to a woman's bathroom. Well, and you know, he, it's always addressed. Like, every time I've heard this issue addressed, it's always addressed as dudes going into the ladies' room. You know, like, that's always how they're like, it's just men going in the ladies' room. And it's like, well, first of all, it's not men going in the ladies' room. It's somebody whose gender identity is, uh, at you know to be maybe a little ambiguous or undefined, but it's somebody who identifies, uh, you know, as, oh, but it's never the opposite. Way. Right. Right. You know, it's never that like, nobody's upset that there might be a lady in the men's room. You know, they're not presenting the issue that way. They're not like, ah, oh, there's going to be, you know, it's always like your wives and daughters are going to be violated in a public restaurant. And you're like, first of all, what restaurant? I yeah. no. but it's never like the guys are going to be upset that a lady's in the men's room. Like, we wouldn't care. Maybe like ladies in the men's room. Have you ever pissed in a co-ed uh, co-ed facility before? 
No, I don't know that I have. I don't know that I've been in it like a unisex bathroom, yeah, in like been, a public. I've, I've been in a public bathroom that's co that's coed a couple times, and they just had full stalls. I was going to ask, like, do it's they, just, they a just full stall? All they do is just make it like a ladies' room. It's right? just like everything's like a lady. So there's a, just right. a full stall on everything. There's no urinals, just full stall. Just walk in. Go to is the there a couch? Because I've heard there's couches in some ladies' rooms, and I don't understand why. Because <laughs> men's room never has a couch, but well, like because the women want to stay away from the men as long as possible. Right, just like, <laughs> like oh, what's God. taking so long in there? It's that just conversation like, is so boring. I'm just getting away from just, Tom. I'd rather just sit in here and listen to the toilets flush. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of like fucking urinal cakes oh. is more appealing to some women than spending time with me. And by some women, all I mean women. all of the women. Yes, yeah. You know, it's also if you look at this real quick, it's it's. I mean, this is really just a way. Uh, for this guy to disenfranchise poor people. He's basically oh, yeah. saying, like, we don't want to give you government anything to not give you benefits. Right. Like, anything to make sure that we can withhold benefits from somebody. Like, you don't get any government benefits. Like, why? Why don't I get benefits? Oh, well, because you're not going to heaven. What? You just, just fucking Klingerschmidt decided I'm not going to heaven, so I don't get a benefits? Asshole. You're a dick! Oh, be nice! Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. That's my favorite bumper, by the way. (laughs) That bumper, I fucking smile every time I hear it. It's so ridiculous. I love that one. So this story also comes from, uh, we didn't introduce where the last one came from. It came from Right Wing Watch. Of course. Of course it did, Because they right? hate Klinger Schmidt Yeah, that's so a much. fucking rivalry. That's oh. some fucking Hatfield and McCoy <laughs> shit now. It's fucking on. It's Barney versus Fred. Uh, Schmidt. are they enemies? I think they're enemies. Schmidt. Al Franken wants to require pedophilia in all public schools. I like that. Uh, so that's not at all what anyone is saying. <laughs> <laughs> This is this guy is the same guy who last week endorsed Russia's homosexual propaganda oh. law, um, which is one of the most egregious and disgusting laws ever passed by a country where they're basically saying like, hey, we're going to under the guise of uh, not promoting pedophilia. What does that even mean? How would you yeah. promote pedophilia? I love the idea of that would be like, what are, are people walking around like like trying to sell it to you? Like, right. do they have pamphlets? And are who they, like knocking it? on your door with like a tuxedo on being like, hey, have you? Have you thought about pedophilia today? Yeah. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god. Like, is there, is there somebody out there that's doing this? Like, what? Is, promoting pet? What does it have? Its own agent? Like, right. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's like it's like they're sitting around like the pedophilia lobbies. Like, we're really it's getting a bad rap. Yeah. Man, we've got to do something to rehabilitate our image. We need some rebranding here, guys. <laughs> You know, they're all new social media push, right? They're treating us like a bunch of child fuckers. Oh, wait, that's because we're a bunch of child fuckers that it's that whole like, like we're going to glue pedophilia on homosexuality. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And so I guess Klingon Schmidt is clinging to the idea. Uh, You see what I did? there? I did. That was I did see it. You didn't laugh, though. I I thought that was pretty. No, no. Was I supposed to? Yeah, we'll have to edit that back in. Yeah, that's that's because the laughter is canned. You can tell that it's canned. It's totally canned. Damn. Fuck. Uh, so he says, L. Franken wants to require pedophilia in all public schools in the form of mandatory pro-gay lectures to all public school children. Uh, fucking what? And then he says, Russia bans child recruiting, but Al Franken wants to require pro-gay child recruiting. You can't, I know we've said this on the show, but you cannot recruit somebody into being either 
a pedophile, which is a very different thing, than a homosexual. And you cannot recruit somebody into being a homosexual any more than you can recruit a homosexual into being a heterosexual. Nobody is... It's not like Coke versus Pepsi. (laughs) No, it's not like... hmm, you know, they're both pretty good. They're not bad. I like yeah. them both. But, yeah. you know, with a blind taste, like with a blind taste <laughs> fuck. Blind taste fuck. <laughs> you got one of those ball gags. <laughs> no, like, you need to cover my eyes for this. It's my eyes you're supposed to cover. We've switched his regular sex partner with a dude. Let's see <laughs> if he, he notices. notices. <laughs> Hi, you're much hairier oh. and shaped totally different. <laughs> What I like about this is, you know, he says, he says, Al Franken wants to require pedophilia in all public schools. And I'm just thinking, you know, that really does change the nature of progress reports for the kids. You know what I mean? Like you, you get the progress report that goes over and you're like, you know, I've been fucking your son in the ass. Oh and I just don't think he's putting it all, at all into, you know what I mean? He's, he's just not putting into it the way he used to. And I want you guys to talk to your son and get him on board with this ass fucking. Yeah. We're going to have to have him see the special education teacher. <laughs> yeah. He's better hung. (laughs) (laughs) The special ass fucking teacher that we have. We, Lord, we just ask to to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. Open hearts and empty bellies. Oh, no. Jesus. (laughs) This story comes from the telegraph.co.uk. Baby dies of rickets from vegetarian mother. A couple told they could face jail after admitting manslaughter of their son, whose name is unpronounceable. I will, I will contend that that's not a pronoun. I'm going to give it a hell, though. Ndinjeko. <laughs> Which I think I fucking nailed, by the way. I think I nailed that. You did. Uh, who you died did. from rickets after his parents insisted on Wait, a strict eating regime. Hold, hold, hold on. Yeah. Rickets. Isn't that that Ewok from Return of the Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> did that little fucker kill him? That's by an Ewok. Ever. God, that's ridiculous. Well, you know, the problem is they fed him Ewok meat. <laughs> oh, and a lot of no. people don't know that Ewoks are poisonous. They, it's a lot of vitamin A. Uh, yeah, just and fucking... you just wind up, you wind up, your bones just liquefy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this much. I know they're sentient, but I'd fucking eat an Ewok. <laughs> I would eat the fuck out of an Ewok. I would go Ewok hunting. Oh, yeah. Because it sounds like, because they they'd put up a fight. Like, they probably they can, would, yeah. Yeah, they got yum, all the... Yum. <laughs> I'd fucking chase him around me like, yum, yum. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so this little baby dies from fucking rickets after his parents insisted on a strict eating regime as part of their religion. Um, a five-month-old baby died from rickets. Oh, come on. It shouldn't just be drinking breast milk at that point anyway? Yeah, I mean, it's like five months old. It's not. It shouldn't be eating a whole hell of a lot. Like, solid foods are just a novelty, any kind of... And it's only semi-solids at five months because they probably don't have any... I mean, it's almost certain that they don't have any good chewing teeth at that yeah, point. Yeah, no, I mean, like a fucking your gum in your shit. I mean, like... Right, you know. yeah. So you're not, like, giving them a fucking Snickers bar, unless you're me and you're a negligent parent. What's you know? that, what, like, what age do they get weaned off the boob? Like, it's it's like a year or something. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like when they start getting teeth. That's yeah. when, like, when they can start nibbling. It's like right. no, no more nipples, you know? It's like, okay. But, I mean, like, clearly he's still... He should still be... Suckling. Unless... Right. Is it that, is it that she, her diet was so deficient that the baby... No, no, I don't know. No, that's not uh, wow. not the case. No, it was, you know, they they they, they had an ovo, a lacto-ovo-vegetarian diet um, and allows milk and eggs but well, not animal seems... flesh. So it, it seems like you could do that as a, as a fully grown person and be just fine. 
And a woman following a, a, a lacto-ovo-vegetarian diet would certainly be able to produce milk if she decided to breastfeed. It would not be an issue. You know, although, you know, there's a lot of things that go into milk production, but it's not necessarily something that would be an issue. Um, but you cannot give a baby a vegetarian diet. Like, that's not a... I mean, clearly you can't because they fucking get rickets. Which, have you ever heard of anybody with rickets? Yeah, no. It's, it's like an old-timey yeah, disease, it is. I was like, I was like, what did they... Did they fucking put the kid in a time travel device and send him back to 1900 to I, get rickets? Right? I know. And here's the thing, too. You know he's going to have the tuberculosis. He's <laughs> got consumption. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the little tiny baby is coughing into oh, a lace no. Victoria oh, napkin no. and, like, it's looking at the blood. bloom of blood, like, oh. oh. And having that, like, fucking Moulin Rouge moment, like, ah, oh, fucking, I'm dying. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Self-aware baby. What? <laughs> Fuck. This is not good. That cues dramatic music. And then they have like a fucking montage of pop songs right as the baby's dying. But it was, I mean, it was moving. Baz Luhrmann scripted the whole thing. It was, it was spectacular. Nobody likes that movie. I like that movie. You're the only person. No, I can't because they made it. <laughs> I mean, it costs a lot of money. I can't. I can't, I can't <laughs> Look, be. somewhere out there, someone likes no, Pearl Harbor. No. Yeah, we're, we're on. Yeah, we yeah, should we're just on. start talking we'll just again. Start talking about something. We had uh, to stop because there was a there was a small explosion outside. Whoops! So that was it was, was a actually, small explosion inside I, that yeah. translated. See, to I outside. had thought it was outside. Yeah, but it's actually not outside. It was right next to me. Yeah, I I eat a lot of. I felt the reverberations, <laughs> the and I could have sworn it was like a small explosive device, like an IED or something like that. I was like, oh, well, it's just like an IED. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you would have been better off. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> we had to vacate like, the room. Had that been a rigged artillery yeah. shell, no, you I mean, would have like, been better off. Yeah, if, if it was you know, a different chemical weapon. Right. Been- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying uh, I'm outlawed in Syria. I'm just saying point. you're not deficient in anything that would give you rickets. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, man. Like, wouldn't you notice your baby was starving to death and be like, God, man, man, I know. Baby seems to be starving to death. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I was like, but the, the the problem is, is like, I think that in some ways people are trying to be well-meaning to their child, right? right? They have this, they have this idea that, you know, this is a good diet for me. This is, this has made me healthy and made me feel good. Let me give this thing that I, I feel is healthy to my child. I don't think that these people were trying to be cruel. No, I don't you know? think so. Either. I don't think so. Of course, I can't tell you the fucking operation of their mind, but I can tell you you know, if they're a normal person, chances are they probably weren't trying to be cruel to their child. They were just trying to do what they thought was best for the child. The problem is, is that, you know, in this particular case, it wound up killing the child with a disease that we don't even really have anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's not like they didn't, I mean, I have to say like from the story, they saw it coming and they still didn't act. No. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, cause they said there came a time when it was obvious her son required medical assistance. And then it also says in there, um, that there were warnings from the family. So, like, at some point, you just have to fucking abandon ship and be like, this is not working because this small human is dying. Yeah. And I need to do <laughs> right. something to right. make this small human not die. So we're going to take a short break, give you some information on how to contact us, and then we'll be back with the rest of the show and uh, and all that stuff. So listen to the stuff that we're going to tell you about stuff. Want to get in touch with the show? Send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. 
Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google Voice at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit DissonancePod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, Glory Hole, you fucking rock. So this story comes from JWZ.org. Um, this is the crazy story. It's just exorcisms via Skype is the title of it. But it's a, it's this fucking Reverend Bob Larson, whose name, by the way, sounds fake. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like it's like that Simpsons episode it where it's like, you've reached Officer Steve Grabowski. Like, where they just plug in a last name, yeah. like Reverend Bob Larson. <laughs> It's fucking fake sounding. Anyway, Bob fucking Larson, like the fucking cheapest dime store uh, reverend slash exorcist slash uh, fraudster, um, is doing 60-minute Skype exorcisms. I wonder if he would do one on Google Hangouts if he could figure it out. I don't think he can figure it out. I don't think anybody can figure it out. Google. He'd probably just fucking randomly hang on. just and hang, like, up hang up on you. And, and just, then, yeah, I mean, you're kind of fucked, basically. Yeah. So then you still got fucking demons. You're, like, trying to, like, mash the buttons with yeah. the demons, like... <laughs> No, I will fucking. I love Google Hangouts. It's Skype only. Like it's Skype. Skype's your only option. It's two hundred ninety-five dollars, Cecil. But thankfully, it is a tax-deductible ah, donation to the thank church. Goodness, yeah. thank goodness. You know what? I I look at this, and the first thing I think is that guy looks like Simon Pegg. <laughs> and I think Simon Pegg could make a great movie about. Oh my God, he Bob so Larson. does. Doesn't he look like him? Holy shit, he does. That's kind of why he looks fake because he sort of looks like an actor playing a fucking. Goofy Cheesy, role. Yeah. yeah Bob like, Larson has been around for years. I remember Electric Hellfire Club was a band I used to listen to, and they used to quote Bob Larson, and they had, like, all these different... So he's been around for years, years. I mean, we're talking, like, this point, like, this is 15, 20 years ago I was listening to that band. Holy so, shit. I mean, like, he's been around for a long time. But, uh, but yeah, this exorcism versus, versus Skype, we talked a little bit about this on, on Jake's show. There's not... I mean, there's not a lot here, but, I, I mean, this is just another way... To show you how much bullshit this, right? I mean, clearly, it, the idea of an exorcism is a dumb idea. But it's my hope that that people who are believers see this and think, "Wait a minute, you can do what? You can do this?" Right. And and so I think this is actually a good thing for skepticism because it's one of those things where it's pushing the envelope of where you can get your money. It's making it so that the people, these people are looking for profit centers in all different kinds of places, and suddenly people realize and they go, "Wait." That seems really fake if you're just, like, not doing anything. Well, you know, that's a good point. Like, the more ridiculous people get about doing, like, this kind of crazy-ass bullshit, like, the more absurd they get, at some point, it's it will wake certain people up. Certain people will be like, wait a minute. When it's not couched in this sort of... And I think the Catholics do a good job. I'm just going to interrupt myself. The Catholics do a fucking good job because they keep everything very strategically ritualized. And they don't change those rituals with the times very much. So everything has this sort of like old, ye olde 1500s yeah, yeah, feel yeah, yeah, to totally. it. You know, it's like, and that lens, like that ancient feel kind of lends this false credibility to it. Um, there's nothing any more or less absurd about doing it over Skype. Absolutely nothing. I mean, when you're thinking about it in a rational way about a demon. Right, right. Yeah. It's just fucking silly. It's like it, it. It's all silly. It's silly whether it's whether it's a Catholic priest or whether it's over Skype or whether it's through fucking semaphore and smoke signals. Like who cares? Like it's just a silly concept. My favorite part of the article though is where Larson says 
It's real. There would be no reason to theatrically stage this for any reason. Reason, reason. <laughs> Why would anybody... <laughs> I hate that so much, too. It makes me crazy. Just find another word. I know. I know. Or just skip the first one. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then he says, why would anybody do that? I have no idea. And it's like, because you charge money. What do you mean you have no idea? That'd be like saying, like, why would somebody sell somebody a car for too much money? That doesn't make make any sense at all. If it's a $15,000 car, why would I sell it for $16,000? What's your your overhead on $295? Skype's free. Skype's free, yeah. Your internet connection for the month. Yeah, so that's, you know, let's call it 60 60 bucks bucks a month. Let's call that 60 bucks. You know, you got to own a computer, but most people own computers anyway, right? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, well, I mean, clearly not the the poor, but... (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest, the people that are are, going to own computers... Right. You know, they're going to own a computer. So he's got the computer already set up. T-electricities, like one cent of electricity. So really, your overhead is very little. It's just your time. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Because look, look at the picture, Cecil. Oh, he's got a He has prop. to invest in a cheesy. <laughs> he's got a like, prop. Twelve-inch fucking pewter cross that he got to. And he's got to have his Star Trek uniform on on the top. There. It totally looks like a red shirt, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah. But, somebody mentioned that on our thing on our on our Facebook page, and I was like, yeah, it totally looks like a fucking red shirt. Which is good news because that means he'll die on the first mission. That guy too doesn't even look like he's paying attention to what's happening. The guy he's exercising? No, he's asleep. He's not even exercising. He's just trying to fucking wake him up. Yeah. That's the worst alarm clock ever. <laughs> Bob like, Larson. Bob alarm Larson alarm. a lot. Oh shit, he should get I you know, I'd almost pay for that. If you're like if you're asleep and you've got your computer next to you and all of a sudden it like kicks on at six in the morning to wake you up, and it's like Bob Larson holding a fucking cross and exercising. No, you would just hear sleep demon. And if it was Google Hangouts, you'd be trying to answer it, but it would go to your phone for some reason. And you'd be like, you'd be like, I'm mashing the fucking answer button. And it's like, you missed the video call. It's like, I fucking didn't miss the call. You just wouldn't pick up the call. Stupid thing. I'm mad about Google Hangouts forever. Wankman. <laughs> I still laugh listening to the Tarzan kick in. This story comes from the Raw story. Proposed Afghan law protects men who abuse women and girls. Uh, so this story is pretty much what it fucking sounds like. If Hamid Karzai should re- uh, signs a law passed by parliament already, um, and he probably will, would deny women protection from domestic violence and from forced marriage. Uh, proving once again that Afghanistan is not a place for people to live. Oh, God. It's seriously like, like it's one of those countries that you just have to say, like, you, there's a spread in this world. where like, part of the world is still living in the fucking 14, 1500s, for real. And part of the world is, like, shooting rocket ships to Mars. And they couldn't be any more different. It's almost like, it's like you look at them and it's like you're as different as, like, a fucking turtle is from a bird like it's they're almost not even the hey, same Ken Ham may think that they're very similar so you, you don't have to go 88 miles an hour with a flux capacitor to go back in time i mean you really, you don't. really don't just go to yeah. afghanistan i'll tell you some of these places are really really depressing and one of the one of the things that to talk about here the bill campaign can uh, actually states the following people can't be questioned as witnesses in rapes and beatings and it's the, it's basically the women. So the women who are involved in this can't be questioned. 
it's only you can only go to the relatives, the male relatives of the accused. Um, is there a, a more egregious way that you could silence women? You know what I mean? Like there is no more egregious way. I mean, like this is, you know, clearly your culture is set up as a way to silence women, right? You know, yeah. clearly your culture is set up around a way for a patriarchy to make sure that the, that the women have no voice, but this is literally doing that. It's taking away any recourse they really have of when they are, you know, Right. Yeah, I mean, short of stapling their fucking mouth shut. Yeah. I mean, it's short of actually, you're just basically saying, like, we're not going to listen to you. Right. It doesn't matter what you say. It just doesn't make any, like, you'd be like, I've got through, I threw him down the stairs. Like, mm, yeah, but you are a woman, right? Yeah. 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 Well, but I don't think I should be thrown. Yeah. Uh, you should have worn cares? your burqa. You could hold that out and you can float down. <laughs> <if> you... <laughs> like Dumbo's ears. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to like hold a feather while you're doing it. It's really very it's, difficult. Yeah, it's kind of awkward actually. Yeah, it's yeah. it's terribly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking Stone Age country, man. It's like it, it's some fucking ridiculous shit over there. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. To me, it's pretty simple. A person either believes that God created this process or believes that it was an accident and that it just happened all on its own. So the story comes from right wing watch. Creationists allege Darwin Day is unconstitutional. And promotes Nazism. <laughs> that escalated quickly. I know, right? <laughs> God, it's like it's like earlier when we were talking about like the, the the stories where it's like it's promoting pedophilia. Like maybe you don't understand. Like nobody's gonna get sold into Nazism either. Nobody's like, mm, I've been thinking maybe the Nazi Party has some things that I'd like to. Be. That's not a thing that happens. When you, were, when you were in the high school, did you have the Jostens people come by to sell you class rings? I do remember. Yeah, yeah I do they remember came that. by and they're yeah. like, "Bring this to your parents. We have financing plans." And you brought the class ring home thing, and then you talked to your parents. It's the same thing with like Nazi propaganda right? nowadays. They're just like, "Have you thought about we being a white supremacist? Have yeah. you considered? Here is a pamphlet. Talk to your parents about it. See if they'll buy in." We have a clan meeting this weekend. <laughs> Except for instead of a class ring, you get a Hitler Youth knife. Oh no! Like, that's, that's, <laughs> like oh, it's for stabbing Jews. Yay! Yeah. What <laughs> kind of crazy? Nonsense is this. Um, Creation Ministries International is furious. Furious. That Representative Rush Holt introduced a Darwin Day resolution to honor Charles Darwin's birthday. Um, And then the the quote is pretty great. He says, why are the atheists asking the government to endorse something that is so blatantly wrong and obviously a bait and switch tactic? What's at stake? There are only two views of how the universe, the world, and you and I came to be. Either it was created or it was evolved. This is a philosophical debate, and that's why I stop. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, that's not a philosophical debate. I mean, you can make it into one, sure. but you're just doing debate wrong at that point. This is a matter of shit that happened versus things you made up. I, I think, you know, couldn't you just put another spin on this and just be like, have somebody talking about Martin Luther King Day? And how it's so bad that these uppity blacks are putting in, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's right. a very, it's like, it's like you're, you, you have a, a thing that's celebrating education. You have something that's celebrating education. Why would you even bother with something like this? But the problem is, is that, and you, you touched on this years ago when we were talking about Darwin and we were talking about evolution. They think that if you demonize the person who thought it up that the the theory is no longer a valid theory. So if they attack Darwin and make it so Darwin's a bad person, Darwin's an awful person, 
if they demonize Darwin enough and get people not to like Darwin or get the, uh, tell the stories about Darwin doubting himself right. or tell, you know, all these different ways in which you can build, like tear him down, then the theory won't mean anything, but that's not how it works. It doesn't matter if, you know, there was a, somebody in, in Germany was killing Jews, but was a genius with rocketry. The stuff he learned about rocketry would still be valid stuff if it was scientific research that he was creating. It doesn't matter whether right. or not the person was an awful human being. Right. It's not like the rockets don't fly. If like, it's like the rockets fly great and then somebody is like, wait a minute, we found out that, you know, that guy was really evil in some way. And then like now the rockets they don't, don't work fly. anymore. Yeah. Like that's just not how science happens. Right. It's not. That's how that's how truths about the world are really uncovered, and the the hyperbole that this guy goes to to try to tie I know evolution to just you know he's, he says uh, see the following for the consequences of evolutionary teaching on society how to build a bomb in the public school system the Columbine high schools linked to evolution You're like what fucking those were two incredibly disaffected kids. And there's some complex psychological and sociological reasons that those kids did what they did. But I don't think evolution had fucking anything to do with that. I just said, fucking, my kid's going to come correct me again. I know. So, and we, got, we got stopped earlier because you were, you were saying a little too loud. I know. And inside the evolutionary mindset of a killer, the Finnish high school tragedy, Darwinism and the Nazi race holocaust, Darwin, eugenics, and the death of the defenseless, and how modern evolutionists are advocating some of the same. And earlier in the thing, he says, uh, you know, if one is old, handicapped, or unwanted, one is not safe anymore. What like, does that mean? I, I guess that because, because change over time through natural selection, we kill the elderly. That's how that, – I don't <laughs> – not sure. Like if, like if I fall and break my hip. Because Darwin Day, death race. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Logan's run. Wait. That's a terrible idea. Why? Darwin Day. That does not connect. Why are you... Like, <laughs> just keep screaming the same right. two words. You can't just say those words next to other words and decide that they mean something. That's not an equal sign. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story comes from HuffingtonPost.com. Also everywhere that there is an internet. Because this story is so ridiculous, I saw it posted just about everybody. BYU-Idaho video depicts porn addiction as a war. Now, originally when this story came out, um, they were talking about this was being like, this was masturbation. And now, you know, they came out and they said, because everybody was kind of dogging on them and saying like, no, 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 you know, this is ridiculous. And then BYU came out and said, no, 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 it's not about masturbation. It's about porn addiction. <laughs> and I thought, well, there's a distinction without a difference. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's not like somebody sitting there watching porn like, well, that was interesting. That's <laughs> I got about 15 minutes between classes. Why don't I just fire up some porn? Yeah, I'm just going to – I'm just watching it. You yeah. know? No, yeah, I, I watch it for the articles. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love this video. The video, if you have not seen the video, take some time out of your day and watch this three-minute video. It's the funniest thing ever. What I'd love to see is like a riff track. You know, remember Mystery Science Theater, right? Oh, yeah. I would love to see like a riff track on this because there are some funny, funny, awkward, weird moments in this video. Yeah, there are. And, uh, and you know, there's just it's just this strange – there's a strange look that happens between the two of them at the end. There's a lot of love in that reminds, look, It reminds me of, like you said, Frodo at the end of that, uh, <laughs> the end of that Lord of the Rings movie or whatever. They, I, they were about to have a pillow fight. They were. I'm they were going to jump on the bed for about 35 minutes. 
That's it. So, you know, the, this this video is it's making some kind of bizarre and unclear correlation Completely to unclear. watching, like, if you watch porn, and I guess watch porn but not masturbate, because, again, they came out to say, hey, this is yeah, this yeah. is addressing pornography, not Guy masturbation. Guy had his pants on the whole time. Right. So it's clearly just the watching. Like yeah. The, the, the two are somehow disconnected. Sure, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's evidently similar to going back in time and being in World War II. And being injured and having someone save you. Right. Because that's, I mean, I'll tell you what, like watching porn is just like getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> in no way. I guess, I guess well, there's it a could shot be. that like, happens. Look, if you're in the line of fire, you're in the line of yeah. fire. But you know what that snake <laughs> is when you pick it up. Like, <laughs> there's a difference between shot and money shot. <laughs> um, and evidently, I guess if you go to BYU, you're not allowed to close your door when looking at porn. <laughs> Oh, I thought, you gonna, I thought you had like some little tidbit of knowledge. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, the, totally. The, the video, that's awesome because the guy's like, obviously he's clearly looking at porn and he doesn't bother to shut it off when the guy like knocks on his door and looks and is like, oh, sorry, man. Like walks away for a minute. Oh, right. Sorry about that, bro. It's it's not. It, it's in the guy who's It'd been awesome it. if he pulled up a chair like <laughs> and sat like, next to oh, A good one. Yeah, I've seen this one. Hold yeah. on a minute. Wait a minute. You know what? That's not actually a pizza guy. Yeah. Just wait. It's a twist. <laughs> it's like M. Night Shyamalan porn. It's like, it's like a twist at the end. Wait a minute. He's not really here to clean the pool. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. This is two Mormons, one cup. This is good. <laughs> Most boring porn video possible. They just like, drink out of the two cups. Two Mormons. It's, like, it's super boring. Yeah. We're just going to baptize dead people And then people they watch them. porn with their pants on. It's like super boring. <laughs> like close the door. Like all I was thinking when they're watching it, like. The guy's like watching his roommate comes and he's all quiet and sneaky about it. Great roommate. <laughs> Creep like, me out. Sort of like making me feel a little uncomfortable Jeez, like while I'm white female. Or something. <laughs> like, what is happening? Man? You're making me uncomfortable while I'm watching my porn with the door open. <laughs> Said nobody ever in college. That's so awesome. That's good stuff. But it's just like getting shot in a war. I don't um, understand the, the connection at all. No, so you don't leave the wounded. See, what they want you to do, Cecil, so I'm going to make this connection no. for you. No, I'm going to do it here. Okay. So what they want you to do is they want you to intervene. You should have a porn intervention, I think is How what they How did he interview, intervene in the guy getting shot in well, you, the war? Yeah, no, you intervene. You jump in front of bullets if you can't. No, that's not. That's that not what you work. do. Evidently, you just pick up wounded people, and that's like intervening. Because I guess you're already at that point. You're if already, you need an intervention, yeah, you're, already you're already shot, fucked, right? right? Yeah. You're already wounded. Because I guess if you watch porn, that's bad for your soul. He said it's bad for your soul. It says like the enemy gets to like eat you for that's breakfast weird. and your it's, eyes turn dark. It's and, very strange that they have such a huge problem with pornography. Right. And then at the very end of the video, they go right to sticks and balls. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and, right. I know. It's it's like you couldn't have chosen better props. Yeah, I know. For that. Like, couldn't they have been playing tennis like, instead? Don't masturbate. Here's a dude handling a stick. Yeah. Wait well, a minute. Somebody's jingling his balls. Wait a know. minute. They're playing pool. If you didn't know, it's a pool <laughs> joke. So we got some email uh, that we're going to burn through here. To wrap up this terrible, terrible episode. Worst episode <laughs> possible. the worst one we've ever done. Take that. Yeah. Uh, so we got a two-star review. Actually, we got another two-star review on iTunes we just read today. <laughs> Essentially said the same thing, which is basically like, hey, your show isn't what I thought it was. I expected different. I expected a different show. So uh, this person actually was responding to the old two-star review that we got and says, hey, guys, I was inspired by the two-star review you alluded to in episode 134. 
and have set aside some time this afternoon to be an overly literal prick <laughs> and give two-star ratings to some TV programs with misleading titles. Tom, do you want to read? Absolutely. He says, this is my hit list thus far. Big Bang Theory. I genuinely tuned in to thinking into this thinking it was a science show and turned it off within two minutes. Uh, I, I want to like that show, by the way, but it's got a laugh track. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's genuine. Uh, Firefly. <laughs> Firefly featured no discernible insects. <laughs> that was my favorite. Two and a half men. The half man is merely a boy, not the freak show suggested by the show's name. Suits. Focused far too much on the guys in, <laughs> in the, the suits. suits. <laughs> Banshee. Just the name of a town. No actual Banshees here. House of Cards. Actually far more interesting than the nursing home residents I imagined. <laughs> but fuck it. Two stars, motherfuckers. Game of Thrones. Title implies something akin to musical chairs. Fuck. There goes my babysitting job. <laughs> that was Ben. Thanks, Ben, for sending that in. That was, that was awesome. Great. We did get a, a, a like a flurry of iTunes reviews, and we're close to getting to 800. So if you like our show and don't want to give us a two-star rating <laughs> and say some stupid shit like you're not the show I thought I was going to tune into, then we'd love to get a review from you. If you don't like the show, we implore you. Don't listen. It's yeah, real easy. It's just fucking turn it's it fucking off. It's super easy. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we got we got a bunch of messages because I neither of us knew what the fuck a, a goddamn flex was. A kettle flex, too. A, I thought it was like a specific thing to a kettle. And too. nobody uses the word kettle here. Yeah. Like you use kettle in terms of bring me more kettle chips. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's the only time. When else would you? You don't put the kettle on in America. If Here in America. It's a teapot. Right. Yeah. It's like you're going to make tea. First of all, you're not going to make tea because America. Yeah, we may, I make but, tea every night, but I put the water in the microwave. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, but this the, the, the flex, evidently, Tom, is the cord. So we call it a cord over here. Right. They call it a flex. So when they were beating the child. They were beating him with a electric cord. But yes. at least it was a thick electric yeah, cord. Yeah, no, at least it was a nice thick electric cord. So thank everybody for sending in messages about that. We got a long email from a small black closeted atheist uh, in, a, in a small town. Uh, pardon me. Not a small one. He's not a small one. He He's may be small. small we don't know the size. We're, We're not making sure. any judgments We're here. Any, just a small. It could I be heard a when they're black, one. they're bigger. I don't <laughs> <laughs> So uh, so we got an email, and it's a long email, and there's a lot going into it. We just want to say thank you for listening, and good luck uh, right. where you're at. Uh, there's a lot of things in this email, a lot too, lot more than we should cover, uh, but thank you very much for sending it in. And I'm using the wrong mouse at this point. I'm reaching just, for the wrong mouse. It's fucking chaos over here. We got an email from Chelsea, and uh, Chelsea wanted uh, to tell us her definition of flextricity. Uh, she says, I just listened to your most recent episode, want to submit my definition. I work in a hospital, and occasionally I see an Amish family <laughs> who must be visiting a friend or relative. It always gives me a chuckle to see this, as their ideology shuns modern conveniences like electricity, because it can lead to temptation and immoral behavior. <laughs> and yet, they come to a place that would never survive without power and other scientific advancements. Apparently, this wish to stay moral and humble doesn't apply when you have appendicitis. So flextricity is the freedom for the Amish to choose to use electricity when it suits them. That's awesome. I think that's great. That's Particularly great. because I hate the Amish yeah. so much. <laughs> really do. Hate I really Amish. do. Like I got a fucking bug up my ass about Man. the I actually have a buggy up my ass about the Amish. <laughs> I got a buggy that's... whip up. 
We got an email from Paul, and Paul has a podcast called Coranify Me. It's on iTunes, and it's also on Stitcher. And uh, and he he just wanted us to let let us know that he has this podcast, and he wondered if we plug it. So yes, we will plug it. He says it's uh, it's a satirical uh, it's a satirical take on the Quran, on reading the Quran. So it sounds a lot like Thomas in the Bible. I haven't had an opportunity to listen to it yet, but I will put it on the rotation. So uh, so good luck with your podcast, Paul. And uh, and if you want to check it out, I'm going to put an episode. Uh, I'm going to put uh, the link. Pardon me on this episode's show notes. So this episode is what episode, Tom? This is episode 130, Garble Barg. Right? Garble Barg. I think so that's what it was. So if you find that one, uh, that's where this link will be. So good luck. It's like an, it's like, kind of like an Easter egg hunt. We're you not going to tell you exactly where the link is. And he needs the luck because in his email he says that, I moved across the country to start a new life. Read here, hide from Islamic extremists who didn't like what I was doing. Jesus Christ. Which put my schedule off. And I'll say that that's at least one way it differs from Thomas in the Bible. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody's going to murderate you for reading Job. Good luck, Paul. We're going to put, your, uh, put a link on this episode's show notes. We want to end the email section uh, with a thank you email. Uh, this is from a 16-year-old guy living in the suburbs of New York City. He wants to become a science teacher and he just wanted to say thanks. And uh and you know, we're happy that you're listening and we're you know, enjoy the show. So Max, good luck on your future career options. Hope you become a Thanks science. for listening. Yeah, I hope you I hope you become a science teacher. That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, so that's it for this week, right? We got we don't have anything else. We're no, done. we've ruined that we're pretty for much fifty two minutes. Yeah, fifty two minutes. It's kinda kind of a short show, but you know, what the fuck? Uh that's how it works when you record live. I could just sit here and just Sort of trail off for another and bask in the odors minutes and yeah. just bask in the yeah. various scents. Well, at this point, this gas mask is starting to like <laughs> it's the chafing. Yeah, a little. Well, it's chafing and then, <laughs> and it's starting to fog up a little, so it's just being a little annoying. Next week, it's our hope. We're not sure. It's our hope. It's our hope that we're going to have Thomas from Thomas and the Bible on and his new co-host. Yeah, and he's also got a show, atheistically speaking. Um, so he's not just from Thomas in the Bible. No, he's from atheistically speaking as well. I don't remember his co-host name because I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person too. Do you remember his co-host name? No, I, I remember Thomas's name because it's the same name I have. <laughs> That's the only reason. Now I got to look at the email. His name is David. That's his name. Yeah. I wouldn't have looked it up. I would have just been, I know insulting. you would have just not done it, but yeah. his name is David and I haven't listened to his show yet, but I will this week. I know he's only got a couple episodes out. See, and I've listened to the show, so I'm at least like... You didn't know his name? No, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Look, you know, I I, I got as a as an amusing aside, like, I at this new job that I've... I've got a new job relatively recently, and I have to go out and meet people, which is not typically my strong suit. And when I go out and meet people, I have been known to meet the same person twice in 15 minutes. Like, I'll meet somebody, and I'm thinking, like, I don't care when they introduce themselves. <laughs> and, like, a few minutes later, if it's a big enough group of people, it was, like, 50 or 100 people in the room... I'll circle back around and I'll introduce myself to the same person again. It's happened to me twice. And like, yeah, we just met. I'm like, I didn't care the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I care even less the right? second time. Yeah, you didn't make an impression. That's awesome. Well, as always, we're going to leave you with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night infodocutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your sides. Thrust your hands. Bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. is where we'd put the funny funny thing we'd say after if we had actually done anything we didn't, funny. Do, anything we didn't do anything funny. funny for the whole episode we did nothing funny for the entire show so now this is where we need to be fun be funny tom no the be listeners a, be do as not funny as you can right now and go <laughs> there's too much pressure i can't do it i don't perform well well i don't perform well actually no. but under pressure it's particularly bad <laughs> this is really this is really just where we would put like the really bad taste joke that we we're afraid people would listen to too that's true you know and it, it, i was watching cecil edit this and he's like getting ready to put a new thing on i'm like what are you doing we're done why are you doing this <laughs> we're done don't stop no why are you still hitting record I'm, just, I'm gonna hum for the next 10 minutes give it hell <laughs> i want to hear the battle hymn of the republic go <laughs> <laughs>